I'm Richard Randall. Welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, everyone is talking about how there are fewer homes on the market and many home buyers have to compete against other buyers to get a home. Tell us about how to buy a home when you're up against other competition. In many cases right now, when homes go on the market in a hot seller's market, multiple offers come in on that home. It's a great position for a seller to be in because they have choices to try to pick the best buyer for their home. And in most cases, that works out really well. But the the sticking point for the buyer is they have no idea what the other offers are. They're just guessing. You know, they're kind of hoping that their buyer, their offer is better than other buyers' offers. And I think there's kind of a weakness in the industry on really how to prepare a buyer for that kind of environment. And so the buyers basically, some buyers assuming that there's negotiating room and right now it's very limited. Other buyers assume that if a seller asks a certain price, that the seller has to accept that offer at full price. And if they have a, they, they can accept any offer or not accept any offer that they want. The seller is the absolute decision maker in that case. So there, there's a lot of weird perceptions out there about that. But in all cases, the buyers basically need a strategy to go forward. So selling a home for me is, is simpler. You know, you price it right, you position it right, you market it right to get the seller the most amount of money. But what about on the buy side? How do you market a buyer? It, it, it can be done, and my team is trained on how to do that. But a lot of it has to do with really preparing them. Okay, so we sit down, we meet with our buyers, we talk about the offer, we talk about the market conditions right now so they know exactly what to expect. We prepare them before they make an offer, and when they do make an offer, we try to get the best information to present the buyer in the most attractive light. And unfortunately, not all agents do that. In fact, what I find a lot is a lot of agents use the opportunity to meet a buyer at the house. So they've never talked to this buyer before. We see it all the time in our open houses that you can tell they're introducing themselves to each other right at that event. But how do they know whether or not this buyer qualified? Maybe they said they're qualified, right? How do they even know what they're looking for? So we, we work it backwards. We want to sit down, really educate our buyers on how to position themselves to actually get a home. Because on the buy side, that is the hardest part. The other piece of this is how to draft an offer, a winning offer. Now, there's, I think there's probably 10 to 16 different ways built into our state uh, contract forms to buy and sell real estate that allow the buyer an opportunity to back out, many of which are put at the very last minute. Nothing more miserable for a seller than finding out a day or even a week before closing that the buyer doesn't qualify for the loan or whatever. They change their mind, okay? So there are an awful lot of things built into the contract. And, you know, I, I think it's really important that real estate agents actually absolutely understand what all of these provisions mean and write a winning offer to get our buyers the home. You don't have to ask for all of these kick-out clauses in a contract. 
You don't necessarily have to do an inspection, although it's not a bad idea. There's a way to get around the appraisal. Uh, if you have a home to sell, that's a big ball and chain that even if you're coming in with cash, a lot of times it's very hard to get that offer accepted. And then my biggest pet peeve or when I get offers on my listings is seeing these big, long, bold, blue, handwritten provisions that are put in by the agents. Many times are either super confusing or super risky for the seller. And what it could do is create a landmine that just because of this dumb provision, that buyer's offer gets kicked out. And the buyer doesn't know. They're thinking, okay, my agent's protecting me, yeah. But the truth is, in the state of Colorado, it's really hard to keep earnest money. It's really hard. It's kind of baked into the contract that unless the buyer and seller agree if they're going to break up on what happens to earnest money, if there's no court decision, in 120 days, they have to give it back to the buyer. Did you know that, Richard? I'm an attorney, and I did not know that at all. I mean, you're giving us so many things here today. I didn't know that a seller does not have to accept any offer, including one at full price. I think the average person thinks, well, if you offer for full price, then they, uh, they've got to accept it. You're breaking down a lot of misconceptions here this morning. Right. So, you know, we're, we're very careful. We don't want to rush into getting the seller under contract necessarily. We want to take our time to really review and read the offers that are coming in to make sure that their interests are protected. Here's a couple examples. A lot of the agents kind of, <laughs> it's sort of like they copy each other and they create these little provisions that they stick in the contract, which technically is practicing law without a license. We're allowed to fill out the forms, but we're not really allowed to alter them substantially. And there's this one paragraph, my least favorite one, 10.6.1.2. That thing typically can be one or two paragraphs long. Some of the details in there, they're asking the seller to disclose anything that could affect the future value of the property or anything that could affect the future buyer's use of the property, which is just nonsensical. I don't know who wrote that, but I think these agents don't even know what it means and they stick it in there thinking they're giving their buyer yet another new out. But the problem is, what does that mean? It opens the door for lawsuits in the future, so I never allow my sellers to sign something like that. And it creates confusion and doubt about whether or not this buyer really is acting in good faith to get the house. So agents just kind of copy each other and they use it because somebody else used it and they thought, oh, well, you know, it's, it, but these kind of terms could actually cause a seller to say, nope, I'm not playing. I'm going to go on to a different buyer. Richard? Wow. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, you're nailing it. The difference between being a real estate agent and starting to tiptoe over into that area of practicing law when you don't have a law license and you think it's a good idea just to copy something, that's not always a good idea. Most times, as you're explaining, it's not. If you're thinking of making a move, call Barb at 719-301-3900. And Barb, we're talking about how home buyers can purchase a home when they're up against stiff competition. Tell us more. Okay, well, there are ways to make it work. Okay, for, for our sellers, our mission is to create demand. So they have lots of offers to choose from and they get actually get you know the best offer to pick. And we can do that with really great and creative marketing strategies. 
On the buyer side, what happens a lot is that many agents will put a house besides me on the market and they'll get an offer first day. We, we are supposed to present all offers and we do. However, I kind of slow the process down, but what they do is like, oh, the first offer is so good. We're just going to, I'm just going to recommend the seller take it. So what happens, and I've had buyers actually say these words to me, is by the time I found out about this home, it was already sold. Okay, really frustrating for them because people are busy, they have jobs, they have lives, right? So if they're, they see a house go on the market on Monday and it's under contract by Monday night, they didn't even get a chance to go set up a time to go see it. So that, that happens an awful lot. So we make sure that is not a problem for our sellers because we want to look at all the best offers and pick the best one. But for buyers, our mission basically is to A, find them the home, which is very hard, and we have creative ways of getting them inside or access to homes that you cannot find online. And the next thing is to get them the house. It's not about getting them the best deal right now because you've got a rising market. If it went up $39,000 in two months, obviously you're not going to get a, a, a discount for the buyer. Get them a house. There are very few houses to choose from, and it's a great time to buy a home. So the way we do that is we have strategies in place to make sure when we write the offer, we get their offer accepted and we manage expectations with them to let them know it is not uncommon right now for buyers to have to make offers on anywhere from five to 15 homes just to get a house. But if you prepare for it, you will win and we know how to do that. And that's what we do for our buyers because we want to make sure that they make you know, that they get a house that they're happy with and we make sure that they understand what's going on in the market. And there are a lot of weird things going on right now. So I've seen agents that kind of influence the behavior of the buyer and suggest that they make a lowball offer because they look at the similar sales and they go, oh, it's not worth that much. Especially the agents, and just so you know, 74% of the real estate agents in this market sell three or less homes a year. So if they're not actively selling homes right now, they may not know about all the demand and all the interest in these properties and how they're going to be facing competition. So if they just look backwards in time, they might actually suggest a really low offer. And I had that happen once where this agent made a low offer, seller said no, week or so later we get a full price offer they go under contract and right after that the first agent came back and wanted to know how solid my contract was so i know what happened her buyer didn't get the house he wanted the house and because of her suggestion of a low offer he didn't get it and that's just to me not fair so we do not drop the ball for our clients we want to make sure that they're going to win every time and it has you have to be patient and you have to be trained. And not everybody is trained on how to value a home. It took me years to figure this out. I actually went to appraiser school, but I can tell you that there are a lot of people that they just, you know, figure it out on their own in this industry. So we wanna make sure for our clients that we're getting them in a position that they can win because investing in real estate right now is a great idea. The interest rates are super low, so you can get in at a low payment. You can ride the wave of these values going up, so you, you have a chance to you know grow some equity. I just met with a military couple last weekend. They've only been in the house for just over two years, and they're going to walk away with almost $100,000 in their pocket. It's absolutely amazing. It's a wonderful thing that we can do for them.
Richard? Well, I talk about representation, and, and it's so important to make sure that you're getting out of your house as much as, as you can. That's why Barb Schlinker is the person to call, 709-301-3900. Short break. When we come back, we're going to be discussing how to get the price that you want and need when you sell your home. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> 